Boys, describe your week in one word. <laughs> Chris, you start. Wait a second. Which week? This week or? This one. Right now. This one that we're currently in right now. Uh, lovely. Nice. Wow. Okay. I'll go next. Exciting. <laughs> All right. A lot of good energy coming out of you two. <laughs> Dan, um, describe your week in one word. This is easy. Chaos. <laughs> Just chaos. There is no other better word to describe this week other than chaos. Well, welcome to the Brunch Breakdown, Dan's <laughs> Wedding Week. We're going to be talking all things weddings coming up here in just a couple seconds. Also, we got drug smuggling. We're going to get to that. We've got <laughs> rock and roll. We're going to get to that. And we've got some food and we got a brunch taste test and what we're listening to as well. So this is going to be a fun episode. Let's get into it. Dan, let everybody know where they can find the brunch breakdown. Yes. Welcome to episode 99 of the return of the brunch breakdown. Um, heard you guys last week. Uh, heard your notes on my kind of, you know, lay down of where you can find the brunch breakdown. So Note taken. Where can you find the brunch breakdown? Anywhere. There you go. There's your answer. You can find it anywhere. Where can you find us on social media? Everywhere at brunch breakdown. It's that simple. New episodes every Thursday, new, new video episodes every Thursday. Sounds of brunch playlist every Friday. I got to remember to do that this week. A little getting chaos. I'll make sure we get that in this week, but at brunch breakdown, ladies and gentlemen, that's where you can find us. Yeah, Dan, if there's one thing that I want you to be focused on the day of your rehearsal is posting the Sounds of Brunch playlist, please. The Sounds of Brunch playlist and getting those clips. Get those clips ready. We were really a lot of open time for that stuff this week. <laughs> That's what I want you to be focused on. The rehearsal is a joke. Who cares? Yeah. Get the rehearsal. <laughs> now, Saturday, we'll leave you alone. But like, have right. the clips right. ready this week, Dan. Bullshit I'll on do that. My best. Good do my God. Best. <laughs> well, since uh, me and Chris are having great weeks, Dan's having a chaotic one. Uh, Dan, why don't you get us started? Get it off your chest. Let's go. Yeah, right. I feel like there's so many directions I can go here with this week, but I need to admit something to you both here. I'm a murderer. I'm a murderer, a mass, mass murderer um, of stink bugs. And there is a complete outbreak of stink bugs inside this house and it's driving me crazy. And it's just extra sprinkling on top of the week of chaos that I am escorting stink bugs out of the house on a regular basis. Now I'm lucky enough where I don't have, I guess it's genetics, right? Where you, there's a gene where you can smell the odor that they give off. There is something in genetics where not everybody can smell it. I'm lucky enough that I can't. I've never smelled the stench of a stink bug. But why, why are these creatures on this planet? What reason? I, I, I just need one good, don't give me they eat other bugs and crap like that because I actually don't know if that's true. I don't think it's true. I don't think there's a reason for them to be on this planet. And nothing is worse than an intruder in your home that you can't kill 
on the spot. You either have to flush it down the toilet, escort it to the bathroom and flush it or get it out the door without killing it, right? Because killing it's the bad thing. And I've said I was a murderer. It, it was an accident because you don't want to kill these things because that odor attracts more stink bugs, right? That's how it happens. That stench that give off attracts more so you don't want to squish them. It also leaves a terrible mess, by the way. So I've been researching stink bug repellents all week, like the strongest stuff possible, like commercial grade, get it to me and get it to me now. And gentlemen, let me just tell you some of the, you know, you always look at reviews of stuff like this because you want to buy a product that doesn't work. And I did find a product that should be here tomorrow. And it was this review. It was a line from this review where I knew I had found the right product. Just seemed like a sweet middle-aged woman named Sally or something like that. And she had had a massive stink bug problem, like huge infestation, 50, something big like that. I'm not quite that level. But the line that got me on this product was, I've never been so happy to commit genocide. (laughs) And I thought, Jesus. Right. And it just led, it didn't even like lead into that. It was just like, boom, Jeez. boom. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want this stuff or not, but that's an extreme, extreme review. <laughs> right. Because oh I don't want to vacuum them up. There was other advice, like vacuum them and put the vacuum in a freezer. Like I'm not, I'm not doing that. The vacuum. There's that's just, so much work. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <sighs> exactly. Um, yeah, you have like kill- a walk-in freezer to do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So we need something a little bit more powerful to take these bastards out once and for all. <clears throat> I am sick and tired of dealing. They're supposed to only come around like only so often right now. They live here on a yearly basis and they come out in the spring and I've had enough of them. That's what I had to get off my chest this week. More than anything. <laughs> it's interesting. I, I, well, I mean, like, I'm terrified of most flying insects, legitimately terrifying. Uh, Stink bugs, I'm actually not because they're just so dumb. Like they are easy to kill, you know, and they can't do anything to you. That does not take away from the fact of like, hey, you don't pay rent. So get out of my house. You don't, you're not supposed to be here. Um, I Googled what purpose do stink bugs serve? And lay it down. Let's go. do Do you have any crops? At your house? Uh, no, not locally. No. Okay. His um, HOA wouldn't allow him to have any. <laughs> oh, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dan's not allowed to have a propane grill. I'm pretty sure <laughs> right. he doesn't have a, have a cornfield in his backyard. Um, right. Well, then there goes that. Uh, they eat caterpillars, um, beetles, and other plant feeding stink bugs. It says they um, can help with pest control, but like, they're pests and they're out of control. No. So that's not helpful. That, you're eliminating one and replacing it with another. That, yeah. You do no good for me. You do no good for me. Wow. Un, yeah. See, they're just trying to make shit up. It feels like <laughs> this is what they're trying to do. Like, I don't Yeah. There are no crops anywhere around here. Get out of here. Go to the farm. <laughs> Leave. You're not wanted here. They're terrible. And they're <laughs> ugly. They're so, so Ugly. They might be the ugliest bug besides like centipedes. Like get just, just get. I've had it. Did you happen to Google any like home remedies? 
because going down yeah. the like home remedy thing on Google yeah. for <laughs> trying to kill anything is weird. Cause I was trying yeah. to find like a way to keep like dogs from pooping outside of like the front grass area of my house, which is really like the sidewalk, but I own it. So I have to cut it, you know? Sure. Yeah. And man, like, I don't like animals. I have no desire. I'm never going to have an animal living in my home. I hate them. But I don't hate them. Like, there are some people who are like, hey, if it kills the dog, kills the dog. Try this thing that does this Ooh. or whatever. And I'm like, whoa, guys. So just letting <laughs> you know, the home remedy thing, when you Google, start Googling some shit, there are some people who I'm like, you're somebody should, like, go check on your house. Because I don't know what else you do if you're, like, trying to kill the animals. I just want them to sniff something on the ground and then run away, but just yeah. let you know. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. It is a dangerous path, and <laughs> my eyes have gone down that road for this very thing. And one of the worst things about Googling anything about repellents and, and anything like that in terms of bugs is you get the huge zoomed-in photo of these creatures like on every page, <laughs> and it's the, like, why? We, we know what they look like. That's why we're here. We don't want to be reminded of that. So please. Oh, it's just a it's just a mess. It's a mess out there, ladies and gentlemen. Get your crops out of the way and hide your kids, hide your wife. I don't know. <laughs> Chris, get it off your chest. Um, mine's gonna be really quick. I'll be honest with you guys. I have like five things uh that I've been going back and forth with on what I should say today. And at one point I was like, hey, maybe I'll just do all five really quick. But no, I'm not going to do that. We'll save them because they'll probably Back be applicable later. Yeah, you, yeah, you're right. Save them. <laughs> yeah. And um, so today I just want to say very quickly that if you text me to vote for you, I'm not voting for you. That's all. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not voting for you. You could be. Listen, I'm not like going to pretend I'm this actor, active rah-rah voter. That, that's not Chris because Chris needs to actually have somebody he believes in and feels passionate about to vote. That doesn't happen very often. Okay. But even if there was somebody that I was passionate about, and then you start texting me multiple times a day from different numbers that say stop to end. And I keep saying stop, but then you just text me from a different phone number. I'm not voting for you. That's all. That's beautiful. I still get text messages from West Virginia. Oh. And Siobhan, who has literally lived her whole adult life in Los Angeles from the time she was 21 years old, she still gets stuff from Boston because that's oh, the man. first place she was registered to vote. So for whatever yeah. reason, her number still exists in like a voting registry somewhere, even though she can't vote there, hasn't had her last like three IDs from there. <laughs> Nothing. That's insane. Still gets them. That's crazy. Another point to that is I, I saw a headline this past week and it said, do politicians really think that we believe all of these TV ads and that like they work? Like you're just sitting there watching TV going, did you see that? Like, <laughs> oh, well, we can't vote for him now. It, it's it, the, the source at the bottom was from the newspaper. Had to be real. Had, like, it's ridiculous. We're smarter than that. We're, yeah. we're smarter than that. We are. The, Believe it or not, the TV ads don't work either. <laughs> yeah. The, today was an election day in Pennsylvania. And like, 
whatever, whatever the, the last Penguin game was Monday or Sunday. I don't know when it was, whenever it was like it, 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 there was a commercial break where the guy who was running had his brother and his mom mm. talking about him in a commercial and they were holding guns. And I'm like, I saw that one. Who does this, who, who's like, who's getting into this? Who's really <laughs> like, oh, this, the, this changes the game. This changes the game because mom said he's a good shot. So, okay. Now I know who to vote for. <laughs> like, get out of here. I can't. It's ridiculous. Oh my. Oh my God. Uh, boys, I want to get this off my chest. Um, and this is kind of serious. So I'm sorry if this bums out, but there have been all these mass shootings in these places that are just normal fucking places, grocery stores and all this shit where people just go churches, normal shit. And so I just want to say to people, man, like, tell the people you love, you love them. And I know I've done this before on this pod, but it's just like, I, one of them hit home for me because I was in Laguna Woods where the shooting happened here in California. I was there like a month ago. I'd never been there before. I was there doing some commercial there and I stopped into a grocery store to get gum. And like that really fucked with me because somebody could have easily just walked in there and just shot and now it just been the end and it just stuck with me and like i don't know and there's a lot of people and all these stories that you're going to hear come out over the next couple weeks and some of them just like yep they just left church and they ended up getting shot and you're just like what the hell is going on and it freaking sucks and i just know that it's not something that's like i'm not afraid to go to these places i'm not afraid to go to the grocery store i'm not afraid to go to the movie theater or anything like that it's just like you just never know when something's gonna happen so i just want to say i love you guys and to everybody out there just freaking tell the people you love you love them because you just fucking never know I had to get that off my chest yeah, man it's uh crazy that like they're ba- these things are barely even like a blip on the news radar anymore oh yeah they, they happen so frequently mm-hmm. like yeah it's just people are not mentally healthy right now yeah, and it's you can you can never, no matter where you live, comfortably have that feeling and be like, oh, that can that that could never happen here. That will never happen here. Like yeah. it's proving week after week that it is, and so that's uh, tremendous advice. And it's a shame that that's the world that we're in right now. But yeah, don't take that every any day for granted. That's for sure. Yeah, because like to Chris's point, it used to just be like it used to take up. You know, there would be nothing on TV for like a week Dang. when shit like this yeah. happened. There would be nothing on TV for a week. Now it's just like, I mean, you watch ABC News one night, it's probably on there. And that's like it. It's just it's it's nothing anymore. It's and it's so bizarre. But like, I, it's just how it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to try to like make a joke out of it, but like more people were talking about Antonio Brown's tweet the other day than what happened in Buffalo. Oh, God. <laughs> and I yeah. couldn't help yeah. notice that, that I'm like, OK, <laughs> Like our priorities and, and what we off. focus on is a little bit wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's freaking, yeah, it's nuts. But anyways, let's get it off our chest. Now let's, uh, let's have some brews guys. Let's have some brews. I'll get it started here uh, because it's Dan's wedding week and I'm traveling this week and I'm just in a really good mood this week. My favorite beer, grapefruit yeah. sculping, ballast point, throwing it out there and I just love this beer so much. You taste the grapefruit. You smell the grapefruit. God, I just love it. 
And I'm just very happy to celebrate with you gentlemen again and then never see you again for probably like seven years. <laughs> Cheers. Nice. Oh, I love it. I love it. Chris, what do you got this week? Um, I'm on day two uh, of my summer cut. So Chris is back to the low calorie beers, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at least i'm drinking beer i'm giving myself credit for that much but i'm i'm drinking the winner of my taste test the last time i did this which was the uh the blue moon light sky citrus sweet 95 calories actually flavorful <laughs> that's all okay <laughs> that's it we're done uh i think for your choices on saturday you might have to be willing to intake a few more of those calories if you stick in the beer category i'm trying to remember the list um nothing with flight or light i, I believe is really available. Uh. <laughs> that's okay i have uh, i have budgeted additional calories for dan's spectacular wedding weekend no no worries wonderful and uh plenty of low calorie liquor available plenty of it go. just so, straight shots also, let's go worth noting worth noting uh beautiful beautiful well uh it's been a chaotic week and I'm not trying to go too wild because that's for Saturday, right? So I've got a, uh, a classic here from fat, fat heads. It's the bumbleberry. This is just a wonderful, just lovely beer. If you've never had it. Um, so wheat ale, honey, blueberry, and it is just crisp, refreshing. You get a lot of blueberry with it. If you get it served on draft in the right place, they will pour some blueberries in there as a garnish. That's the right way to do it. Yeah. And not just at Fathead. Some select places know what they're doing. Get a couple of blueberries at the bottom of the glass there. Put the draft right over. It's a beautiful thing. But the Bumbleberry, just an all-time great, really good beer. I just said great and then really good. I can't decide. <laughs> <laughs> Great's a big word. It's just a really good, solid beer to get through a week of chaos before we pop champagne and drink the heavy stuff on Saturday. So mm. this is getting the job done. I will enjoy this this week. It's funny you say that about the blueberries. Cause I, I remember early on when Katie and I started dating, um, you know, she's not from Pittsburgh. So she had the bumbleberry and like they, I, we must've got it at fat heads cause they put the blueberries in it. And then I remember her being so disappointed when we went somewhere else and ordered it and they, it didn't come with blueberries. And then it kind yeah. of registered like, oh, this doesn't happen everywhere. Not yeah. everywhere. Yeah. A couple select places know what they're doing. We'd be lucky to get them, but yeah, it's a nice yeah. little touch. Yeah. It's a nice little touch. It is. Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't even know that fatheads sold beer in cans. I didn't even know that was a oh, thing. Oh. oh yeah. No, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Award-winning, award-winning brewery. So yeah, cans are out there. And I mean, this is one of the very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Indeed. One of the many. We doing that a lot this week. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. One of the many times we'll be cheersing this week. Um, is it cheersing? Is that the cheersing? Are you cheersing? Just sounded weird coming out. Of, I was like, I don't, is it, is that how you say it? Yeah, because how else would you do it? We'll we'll be giving cheers. Yeah, we'll be giving many cheers this week. Che cheering, cheering. No, that's a different thing. See, that's yeah, cheersing. I guess that's what you would say, but it doesn't sound right because it's like I guess we'll be cheering this weekend. No. Yeah. 
<laughs> no. Oh, here you go. Ching is not an actual word. Cheers is an interjection and therefore cannot carry a suffix. The actual no. touching of glasses together in celebration is correctly referred to as raising a toast. <laughs> oh, well, toasting. Really toasting. Oh, yeah, yeah, toasting. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll be toasting. There it is. Get your Ooh, suffix that be, out that of also here. Has multiple, that also has multiple meetings, but, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> we'll be toasting. Oh, she toasting? Yeah, my daughter uh, heard that we were cheersing, and now she wants to come <laughs> join us. No yeah. beef. Hey. She's like, I'm down to cheers. <laughs> let's go. Join us. Bring the sippy cup in. Let's go. <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the main course. Dan's wedding is coming up on Saturday. Uh, Chris and I are groomsmen. I still say we should like do some kind of podcast that day. I I literally, the way you were looking around your room, like suspiciously, which what you suggested is kind of what you suggested is kind of suspicious, but I literally thought you were going to say, I feel like we should still do a trip to Vegas before his wedding. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, that's what I thought was coming. Ooh. And you know what? I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> Listen, a couple days. If, dude, if Dan lived here, we would be doing something weird. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. 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 Just <laughs> Vegas, a little too far. A little too far. A little too far. Right. Right. All right. Well, um, one thing we talked about in the text was wedding advice. Dan, is there anything you think you need advice on? this week before we give you some wedding week advice? Uh, I think just how to, well, yeah, first of all, I want to know those easy things to forget that maybe like in retrospect that you both went through that you're like, I wish I would have done this or remember to do this a different way. But like specifically the, the, the most popular advice we've gotten from people is like, remember to just stop take a moment, slow down and just enjoy like, but there's going to be a lot of other things on my mind. Cause even Shannon's like, how do we know when to do that? And like, when do we do that? Like we just like, when we're at dinner, just look at each other and be like, I guess this is when we should just take it in. Like, are we doing it up on the altar right before the I do's? We like look around and like knowing like, you're basically saying, don't forget to do this, but like try to remember when to do it without planning it so maybe just advice on when you had that if you had that moment of just like taking it all in and when the best time to do that is so i'm any advice i'm taking and taking it all in today of when to take it all in yeah yeah did you have that moment where you're like you stopped and you looked around and because again that's what we're hearing from most people yes the time to take it all in for me was at the reception when it's like everybody's on the dance floor all basically everything you've had to worry about is done like your best man speeches are uh, the best man speeches are done all the speeches are done everything's done people are just partying and drinking then you just take shannon's hand stand in like the back somewhere and just freaking look at all the people in this room that will never be in this room altogether again so Mm -hmm. definitely do that that's a good moment to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was at the reception too. Uh, it was kind of like a combination between like, I took the mic at one point and thanked everybody for being there. And I was like, Holy shit. This is like, everybody's in one room that I know like that. Mm. That was kind of crazy. Um, but then also like, are you guys doing a sweetheart table? Are you guys at a table by yourself? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So that's a great opportunity because that when you guys sit down to eat is like the only time really during the day that you're not going to have somebody that you're talking to. Mm-hmm. So that's probably a good time to like stop and just uh, imbibe, absorb it. I like that. I like that. That's good advice. Um, how, uh, how do I know? I guess the other advice is alcohol. <laughs> when, when to turn it up. <laughs> I'm the, I'll tell you because, right now, I'm the wrong guy to ask about that. Cause I was, whew, I, <laughs> I'm not the right guy. I'm not the right guy. Cause there's going to be moments plenty beforehand, like in the limo right after, like before you can get to the reception where I'm going to be like, feel like, yes, most everything is the complicated stuff is done and out of the way. Like, and I'm going to want to just go crazy, but realize like, Oh, we got to get through. Yeah. You got to talk real quick and get through a few more moments, few dances before it goes crazy. Here's a question. Are you doing like a first look situation? No. First touch though. Okay. You're doing that. Okay. So you guys won't be together. Okay. Okay. Because when you do a first look, then you do a first look and you guys are like all, you guys are together after that. Like basically, you know what I mean? You saw each other. You're going to be together after that. So the party kind of starts then. And so that's a good thing because for me, I had to slow down before the wedding. Cause it was like the first look happened and it felt like we were married already. Like, it was just like, okay. Yeah. So then it was just like, we took tequila shots. We were doing whatever. And then all of a sudden it was like, wait, <laughs> I got to, we got to get married. I got to chill for a second. So the, if I were you, you're going to just have to be slow about the drinks and know how you feel and know what you have to do and not listen to anyone else. Cause like other people are going to be like, dude, celebrate. Got to do a shot. Got to do a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just you just have to know yourself and just know that like you can't do too much drinking. Yeah. Know yourself. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah, Chris, you're not you're not willing to give advice on that. You didn't. Well, uh, <laughs> know yourself is a great way to put it. I uh I know that I have a higher tolerance than normal. So, I kind of use that and just went for it and it, it turned out to work out. Okay. But yeah, you, you got to talk to a lot of people like the whole day. So you, you have to be conversational. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. So know yourself, know your limit. Okay. Well, boys, guess what? I have to go. I just yeah. looked down at my phone uh, and saw that my daughter's sick. So I have to go, but enjoy the podcast and <laughs> finish it up. And my songs, I'll give you my songs before I have to go. I'll give you my songs. Oh, you're, not gonna, go. you're not going to join us from the highway again? That's not going to happen? I'm not going to join you from the highway because I have no idea what's happening. It's the first time this has ever happened. So anyways, uh, The Chainsmokers, I love you. That is one of my favorite songs right now. Hoodie Allen, Wouldn't That Be Nice? And I'm going to go with Tate McRae. I used to think I could actually know if that's the name of her album. Tate McRae, What Would You Do? So yeah, those are my songs. I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts to Dan, who just got the text from Siobhan. Uh, your wife I is not happy with you. <laughs> was you paying attention? Nope, not happy at all. So I love you guys. And uh, yeah, <laughs> peace. All right. Hey, episode 99, baby. Well, this is. <laughs>
Well, that's uh, this, this is happening in real time, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, uh, this is a one. Getting, this is a one take show. This is a one take. This show. is a w- one take show. We don't have time to uh, restart this. I was getting a number of texts from uh, Didi's wife saying, "Are you guys doing the podcast now?" Daniel's not answering his phone, and his his their daughter is sick and needs picked up hmm. right now. Yeah, the right. call from daycare when your kid is sick and needs to be picked up immediately is always fun. Um, I've had that like almost every week of this year so far. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's fine. I was, I was, I was partially distracted during all that too, during the advice segment, but, uh, that's okay. I have another hey, piece. I have another piece of advice for you. Yeah. Anything, anything you got, I'll take it. So this is something that I royally screwed up. Um, that, you know, there's like so much that you plan for the wedding, like all of the very intricate details of what happens with the rehearsal, the rehearsal dinner. And then like the next yeah. day, like, you know, getting ready, taking the pictures, do, do, like everything about the wedding. What, um, I did not factor in was the fact that like everybody left at one point and I just had like, I had nothing to do. (laughs) So like, (laughs) I think I actually met up with you and Didi and Siobhan, like on the North shore the day before my wedding, because like, I did not plan for the fact that like Katie's family was here. We had the cookout and everything like that. But then like everybody left Katie went to stay somewhere else the night before the wedding and like did hair and all that type of stuff. And so like everybody within like a span of like a half hour just left and I was at home and I was like, oh, this sucks. I got nothing. to do. <laughs> so make sure. And then like the next morning, the day of the wedding, I woke up and like we had this suite in the hotel. Yeah, right. And I went up there and I was watching college game day by myself for like two hours because I didn't plan to like, hey, let's go up there, you know, and like make sure like we're all together doing things. So mm-hmm. that was something that I royally screwed up was not planning, like planning for everybody else, but not me <laughs> and like how I would <laughs> occupy my time leading up to the wedding. So when you look at your itinerary, think about that and just like, try not to be <laughs> alone <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know, it wasn't a fun feeling. You want, you have right. all these family and friends in town for the wedding. Like you want to be able to hang out with them. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's good. No, that's good advice. That's really good. I remember that as you were talking about it. Yeah. I remember eating somewhere in the North shore. Yeah. Uh, with you guys. Yeah. Wild. I texted you yeah, guys I mean, and I was just like, I'm all by myself. What are you doing? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's just been, to be honest, you know, we've been engaged for a little over a year and a half now. And as I've been outlining here on the podcast for the past, you know, several months, you know, there's kind of like benchmarks of like things that you get done at a certain timeline and some yeah. you can't get done super early. Yeah, yeah. We did a lot really early and then there's just this lag and then you pick back up at six months and then there's a lag and it's like, oh shit, we're getting married in two months. We got some stuff to do. Um, and we've been working like crazy at this thing the past maybe four, three, four weeks. Like we get off of work and then we go right into wedding stuff. Or like times during the day of work or whatever, like during lunch, it's like, all right, what can we knock out wedding wise real quick, real quick weekends. We haven't been doing anything except wedding stuff practically nonstop. And then it came to a point on this past Saturday, one week before the wedding, like early in the afternoon. And we look at each other. We're like, okay, what's next? And there was nothing left to do. We were like, 
did did we do it? <laughs> Are we ready? Can we actually say you're we're married? Because how many? Yeah, right. We did. You're married. <laughs> that's that's how you know. That's you're been married. the question. It's like, are you ready? And I'm like, mentally, yes. Like physically, no. Um, but and then Saturday, it was like, I think we can say we're ready to do this. Like yeah. things are done. There's nothing left for us to do until like Thursday, where we, you know, where we have to like pick up tux and get a haircut and pick up dress and all that. Like, but like the planning. The planning is done. Everything that needed to be purchased was purchased. Everything that needed to be picked up was picked up until then, till those days before. We're like feeling guilty that we could like relax this past <laughs> weekend. It was crazy. It was so weird, but it pays off. So that's actually my advice to anybody listening is it pays to cram to to you know load front load as much as you can, get as much done as you can, because you don't want to procrastinate and be doing stuff the days those single digit days leading up because you'll have enough on your mind. It's not like we're not doing anything, you know, we're, we're talking through itineraries and schedules and stuff like that. Just ironing out a few things that are, we can discuss, but like the planning process, doing the physical things that we have to do, getting that stuff done. Oh, it was, it was like this huge weight was lifted off our shoulders. And we're like, we can actually like kind of enjoy this ride now up until those couple of days before, because it's going to be chaos at that point, I'm sure. But that was, that's, that's advice I would give is it, it sucked. It did for like three weeks. It was brutal. We weren't getting much sleep. We were just, we weren't, you know, doing anything fun. Um, but it, it ended up being really worth it in the end, being able to just say like, we can breathe earlier than we thought we needed to. There so, go. okay, this is good. This nice. is good. But yeah, man, we're almost there. It's been a wild ride. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> and then what episode 100, we'll get to recap it. Let's go. I know. One of the odds of that, that episode 100, this is basically bachelor brunch. I'm wearing the uh, bachelor party shirt one final time uh, that the good buddy Jenkins created for us and, and made for us. But yeah, episode 100 will be a wild recap. So don't miss that one. I will be on the podcast next week <laughs> for that. So <laughs> you heard it here first. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, any other wedding stuff? We, I guess I'm, I'm like asking you, but, um, unless there's any other advice, we can, we can try to quarterback this thing into another category without, <laughs> without DD. Yeah. I'm interested to know up. what his advice was going to be, but I guess we'll never know. Maybe he can give you advice for your wedding after your wedding. That'll. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. He said he had a lot of stuff to give, so yeah, need to touch base with him at, uh, at some point on that stuff, I suppose. Yeah. Um, all right, let's see here. What do we want to do? What do you want to get into, Chris? Do you want to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stuff or you want to dive into some uh, brunch court? What do you, what do you feel like? <laughs> You're going to be like, you want to dive into some drug smuggling. What do you want to do? <laughs> you want to dive into drug smuggling? Oh, we could do that. Uh, I, Dee is very passionate about this drug smuggling topic, so I think we need to wait for him on that. Right, I know. Um, <laughs> let's go brunch court. Damn. Okay. Let, let's go brunch let, court. Let, it's been a while since we've had yeah. a good brunch court, right? Um, so let's actually stay, start this off with a brunch court taste test. Oh, yes. If you will. So an item that we had on brunch court a weeks ago, if you have a television and you watch cable, you've seen the ads, you've heard Lil Nas X, you know this is out, you've probably seen it in the store. But 
we're here for the taste test too, people. And I feel like I'm not going to get hurt on this one. So I feel comfortable doing it. Um, the Pepsi Nitro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, is here. Uh, 16 ounce can. When I went to buy this, they did the vanilla or whatever was sold out. That was a bummer because mm. I feel like that's the better one. But we've all seen it. We've seen the commercials. We've heard about it. And I want to show, while I'm demonstrating this here, I'm going to show how to properly pour a nitro-style beverage into a glass. Because this I think is going to be beautiful... educational for me because I've never understood this. Okay. You're, I think we're going to see a beautiful cascade here. It's going to be, going to be gorgeous. Um, and so, yeah, naturally, when you're pouring a beer, a tradi- you know, traditional beer, you, you're pouring it like this. You want the angle, and you eventually make your way up as you get those last couple of drips, but you want that angle pouring it directly onto the glass. Don't want a whole lot of airflow there. This is going to be a wild ride of a different story. You don't go slow with the nitro. You go slow on the open. <laughs> Cause if I don't, you heard that near explosion like growl. Oh, okay. We got to go. We got to go heavy. We got to go heavy. We're getting a little bit here. Uh, this is what you do. Just straight upside down, down, straight vertical and just let it do its thing. Give me that Look beautiful cascade. At that. Baby. Look at that nitro getting to work. <laughs> this is this is amazing. Yeah. Usually in beer terms, you know, the head is the foam. Yeah. And you don't necessarily I mean, people are drinking it nowadays. You don't necessarily want a lot of it, depending on the type of beer. You want it in the nitro. So you can wait for this bad boy to settle down. Um I guess we're going to have to take, I, I guess that's going to need a bit, but that's, that's, I mean, it tastes like Pepsi. I don't know why I'm expecting it to taste a smell like anything different. Um, yeah, what the hell let's dive in. I'm just going to have like a foam foam mustache here. Let's do it for the rest of the podcast. Mustache it. Oh, Oh, how do you do? <laughs> now, is this supposed to be with no ice or can you add ice? Does it matter? See, now that's a great question because I don't drink pop. But when I used to, I would almost always and only drink it over ice. I don't know what it was about having it over ice. I love fountain Coke and Pepsi over can. And then if it either way, give it to me over a glass of ice. I don't think you're supposed to do that here. I don't think you are. So it's a little bit against what I prefer. So you're just supposed to keep the can cold. Yes. You got to keep that can cold. As I'm drinking, as I was drinking this, the phrases right on the can describe this perfectly. Smooth, creamy, creamy, easy to drink is exactly that. Let's go in again. It's interesting because it almost tastes flat, but you're used to like mass carbonation with Pepsi and Coke, right? Bubbles, carbonation, nitro, nitrogen. The bubbles are so much smaller that creates that kind of like velvety, smooth, creamy texture. And you don't expect that from a cola, from a pop. That's what's kind of weird is that it in in beer, that's become a little bit more normal, right? Because even certain types of beer have different levels of carbonation yeah. and how it like the mouthfeel in yeah. beer varies. It doesn't really with with pop, right? 
So it, it's weird that it feels like it's flat, but it's not. It's just like kind of smooth, creamy, delicious. If you're worried about like, you know, belching up a storm after having a, a Pepsi beverage, uh, you won't be as worried with this one because it's a little smoother, a little creamier. Let's go on one more time. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're not hurt. I'm so glad it didn't hurt you, Dan. Right. Cause uh, like another burn on the, on brunch court taste <laughs> test and I'd have been done. I mean, I don't want to be willing to cancel brunch court altogether. Usually I look for these items in the store and I would just stop looking. I would have just stopped looking. Um, but, and I'm, I'm even seeing this. I don't know why I didn't see this before. Pepsi does a great job on the can of telling you exactly what to do. Chill can pour hard, admire and enjoy. So the directions are right on there. You can't mess it directions up. Are- so there you go. It's a lesson in Pepsi Nitro, in Nitro pours. That's another thing. You can have the Nitro out of the can. You're not going to get quite the same experience. So ladies and gentlemen, that's the Pepsi Nitro. Not bad. I would have preferred the vanilla, but not bad. Well, I think also we- this, this can is way too big. At 13.65 ounces, is, I don't need that much pop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we approved it back in the day when we just rated the idea of it. And now we yeah. can we can stamp that approval, right? We can stamp the approval. Like the idea is genius. It took them a long time to get around to it. Nitro's become very, very popular in beer circles. And why not jump into it? And they were the first to do it. And congrats, Pepsi. You done. You done it. You done good, kid. You done good job, good. kid. Good job, kid. Good job. <laughs> Let's dive into some new brunch court items that let's we here, have here now. Um, actually, Chris, let's keep it in the pop beverage category. Okay. You got an item up there. We're looking at from our good folks at Canada Dry Ginger Ale. This is kind of weird. This is kind of wild. It's Canada Dry Ginger Ale and Raspberry Lemonade. Ginger Ale and raspberry lemonade combination here i i just instinct right away what i mean what's your first thought without thinking too much about it ginger ale and raspberry lemonade one drink i think i like both of those things i think i'm really struggling to understand what that would taste like you know what i mean with you yeah i'm with you because the raspberry lemonade is going to be like so it's you think it would be so sweet right Mm-hmm. There'd be a sweet and almost like a tanginess to it potentially, but like, I don't know. I feel like ginger ale is more subtle, which is why maybe I'm struggling here, but then with, since ginger ale is more subtle, it, it, it typically is a good mixer for a lot of drinks. So perhaps that, that pairs well. I'm, I'm a little torn and I'm with you on that too, because you're right. Ginger ale is a good, mixer because it isn't so dominant but it provides enough flavor you know but and i could kind of envision like ginger ale and raspberry maybe like ginger ale with a touch of raspberry or even ginger ale with a touch of lemon could make sense but like raspberry lemonade you're right you think tart you think sweet and to mix it with ginger ale i just don't i don't know if this works I really don't because this isn't even like it's trying to replicate some sort of cocktail concoction where these flavors come together. It's just, you know, minus the alcohol. Right. 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 So I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about this. 
this is one I don't either. This is one I feel like I really like sometimes we'll do a lot of brunch court stuff where I'm like, I I I don't even want to try this. Right. I legitimately want to try this because I can't wrap my mind around the actual taste of it. So right. I feel yeah. like I'm in like I I don't want to say yes. I don't want to say no. I want to say like we need a continuance on this case. I love that. I love that. A continuance. A continuance yeah. granted because we don't even have uh, – we need to get Dee's thoughts too if we're both that uncertain. Um, I mean, we're gonna, all going to be around each other this weekend. I'm going to be on the lookout for some Canada Dry ginger ale and raspberry lemonade. I don't know if it's nationwide yet, but uh, I'll be hitting up convenience stores all over the place this week and you're when I have nothing day. else to do. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um. So I love it. A continuance because yeah, I struggle with the idea of how this would actually taste. And like, I feel like I trust the people at Canada dry because they've done, they do like the holiday ginger ales and stuff like that, that they do really well or known for, but we'll see. We'll see. Continuance on that one. Are you a fan of the movie liar, liar? A big fan. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Whenever uh, I hear the word continuance, I think of that movie because you request a continuance and the judge asks why, he, or like, does he have a reason? He's like, I really, really want a continuance. That's how I feel <laughs> about this. <laughs> right. And there's that other time where he like, uh, he asks to go to the bathroom again. And he's like, do you really have to go? And he's like, no. He's <laughs> <laughs> like trying to, trying to force himself to say yes. That's oh, one of the movie. like comedic performances. That is unbelievable that movie jim <laughs> really carrey is. oh my god <laughs> so good so good i love that great great point on that great point on bringing that <laughs> one up um all right let's go to our good friends at goldfish now last time we reviewed a goldfish <laughs> item it was red hot and goldfish which we heard mixed reviews on we had some listeners so thank you for that ladies and gentlemen i've never been more excited to introduce to you old bay seasoned goldfish crackers um, I'm just going to say off the bat, I love this because I love old Bay seasoned almost anything, uh, except for the vodka that we had on a couple weeks ago uh, I thought, yes. from early April. Thanks. Uh, aside from I that, had almost <laughs> forgotten that Dan. And now right? <laughs> uh, aside from that, I'm a huge fan of anything old Bay season. And I think this is wonderful because I think these are original flavored goldfish, mm-hmm. not like the cheddar ones. Because cheddar is actually a flavor. Original was also a flavor, which who buys that? Um, so I think it's more original. So it's not necessarily cheese in Old Bay. It's the traditional goldfish in Old Bay. So not, not even a doubt in my mind. Can't wait to get these if I can prove. Chris, your thoughts? Yeah, I don't see anything wrong about this. I really don't. <laughs> I, I will say um, like the vodka thing made me wonder if like we're doing with old Bay, what we're doing with like seltzers and other stuff where we're just like Uh putting flavors where they don't belong. You know what I mean? And it definitely does not belong in vodka. Right. (laughs) But with that said, um, I think this is a a fantastic place for old Bay seasoning to land. I could even, I could see it being good on both of those versions of goldfish that you mentioned, Dan. Um, Yeah. I I think this is, I, I would love to try this. This has got to be a home run. Again, keeping our eyes peeled and listeners of the brunch breakdown, 
get your hands on this. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know what you think. But there's no doubt in my mind this is going to have to be a home run. I think so. Mass approval for brunch court. All right. We've got one final item up for bid in brunch court today. Uh, And it's a big one. (laughs) It's a wild one. This is a wild one. So buckle up, everybody. Uh, If you aren't at a screen, I encourage you to at some point get to a screen, get to our YouTube page, get to our Facebook page, and witness what we're about to discuss here. These are Heinz Dip and Crunch packages, I suppose. Heinz Dip and Crunch. Yeah. And what it is, is it's two plastic containers i'd almost describe it as like one of those yogurt containers where yeah. you have the yogurt on the bottom and like the crunchy mixture m&ms granola or whatever on the top that's kind of how it's put together in two separate sealed packages um the one side is heinz one of heinz's sauces it's their what they call their secret sauce it's like a burger sauce um and it also comes in another variety spicy sauce and then the top half is crunched up potato chips. And the idea of the dip and crunch is to dip your hamburger in the sauce and then in the crunch pieces. So you have this burger with sauce and crunched up potato chips on the side that you just then take a bite into. This is wild. <laughs> this is this is absolutely wild idea um chris i'm gonna get you go first on this one and <laughs> let me know what you think when you when you witness here the heinz dip and crunch package i'll say this it's a cool idea it is a cool idea i've never been uh like a i've never liked the potato chips on the burger. Like I know some people like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like, I'd like to get the crunch from pickles and lettuce and maybe tomatoes. If I put them on there, there's a, like somewhat of a crunch involved there. Yeah. Um, and like, but the chips are like, almost like, like a painful crunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Like a scratch the roof of your mouth type of crunch. I, and I've mm-hmm. never, I've never liked that when everything else in the burger like seems to fit together so well. So this is not for me. I, I will say that, but it is definitely a cool idea. And I think, you know, it would be interesting to try this to see if it's as good as like the experience of putting chips on a burger and people have people do it that way. Um, it's a cool idea. I'm I'm in line with you there where I've never been a big fan of like chips on a burger or sandwich like that, anything either, but I would definitely be willing to try this out because it is different, right? You know, the potato, they're calling them crunchers that might help me enjoy it a little bit more. It's not like actually biting into a potato chip Um, because people dunk you know, their burgers and sauce and ketchup and mustard. If they don't put it on, some people do that. They like to have it in like every bite. So I like this idea. You've got Heinz secret sauce, Heinz spicy sauce. Cause when I first saw it, I'm thinking is potato crunchers, the only topping that works here. And I couldn't think of anything else hmm. that actually would work. 
But like, you know what? Well, now this item, people love it. People hate it. But like bacon bits, mm. I feel like that could also have been an alternative here. Yeah. I know it's not like real bacon and everything like obviously. Right. But like, are these also real potato chips? I don't freaking know. But <laughs> like, I feel like if you like this, you might like bacon bits. <laughs> right. And that might've been another good alternative. Uh, Cause you don't always get a bacon cheeseburger. You don't always have bacon as an option. And then you'll, you'll dip and crunch. Maybe bacon bits is the way to go. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. I can, you're right though. It's hard to think of like what else could be involved yeah. in this. There's a lot of dips that can be involved, but not as much of like the crunch aspect. Right. A lot of dips. Um, but yeah, this is, this is, I think I can approve of this idea again. I'm with you where I don't think it's for me. I'd be willing to try it and maybe I'll like it. Honestly, yeah. I might like it. I'd be willing enough to try to say like, I might like this which cause you can control the amount of chips and, I think it's cool. I think the packaging is very cool because it looks like a burger. Again, get to a screen if you can. The packaging almost it even looks like a burger uh, with how they put it together with the top and the bottom uh, kind of joining together. Like I said, kind of like that yogurt package. So um, at least we're, we're approving this based on the idea. We say that. Yeah, the create the cr- creativity involved in the idea. I, I, I think, yes, we can approve. Okay, it. okay. That was brunch court, a wild one. I know we haven't done it in a couple of weeks, but uh, hey, people keep making more and more wild food shit, and we're going to keep judging them. That's right. That's what we're here for. <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We want to get into a little bit of music here, Chris. Yeah, man. Let's wrap it up with this week with music, and and I'm excited to hear about what is on your mind, what you're listening to. Wedding week, Dan. Wedding week. WWLT. Let's go. That's a great tie-in because I will say one of the most difficult things in all of wedding planning was the music selection, particularly at the reception, you know, agreeing on a first dance song, picking out like mother son dance song, uh, picking out the entrance song for the bridal party, picking out the entrance song for uh, for us and like Shannon and I are, as you know, most people know, huge into music. We both are, so we both have very strong opinions over this, and we don't agree on everything when it comes to music. So that was extremely difficult. I think even if you don't have strong music tastes, like it's still hard to think about that moment. At the end of the day, we're like telling ourselves, like no one's gonna remember this song, even us, and like. You know what I mean? No one will even remember what that song was for for the entrance or for for this. Probably. First dance, yeah, we'll always have that. But like, there's so many other songs to pick for those other little moments. But we have an incredible DJ. You've worked with them. And so we're excited for that. Uh, one song that won't be on that list, but is certainly on my playlist this week, as many other people who grew up in the early 2000s in the great era, is the amazing return of My Chemical Romance and the song, The Foundations of Decay, came out just a couple days ago, blowing up the internet everywhere. Uh, we've known these guys have been coming back for quite some time on some upcoming tours and unfortunately got delayed multiple years now. That's finally going to happen this year. They'll be back live and in concert, but The Fountains, Foundations of Decay, uh, they are back. It is dark. It is deep. 
It is heavy. It is long. It is not for radio. And I love it. I absolutely love it. It's like old school MCR. Don't expect a radio hit. Uh, don't expect Helena or Black Parade. It's none of that. And I, gr- I love that their first new song is in the other direction. It's true to their music. And I love it. Nice. I like it. Um, th- okay. I, you need to answer this question that I'm about to ask you. Wow. Okay. Scary. It feels like we're starting the podcast all over again. But promise okay, promise me you'll answer my question. I, <laughs> oh, no, I'm really nervous. Yes, I promise. Tell me one song that is on your do not playlist. I'm curious as to why you want to know, though, because you're going to try to get it played. No, no, this has nothing to do with it. I want to for all of the people that are going to want to hear this song at your wedding, but they're not going to be able to. They can hear it on the Sounds of Brunch playlist. We're going to put it on. It's going to be one of my songs. Okay, that's... Wow. So you're going to have that to put it help. on the playlist. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, yes. Uh, there's more of a genre of music that's not on the playlist. I think anybody that knows me can guess it's uh, it, it's country music. Um, so <laughs> and DJ even asked, he goes, are people going to be like, am I going to be able to tell them no? Are they going to be surprised or offended if they ask for country songs? I said, no, they'll know. And if they're doing it, they're doing it to be a dick. So tell them no. Uh, but the one song that we did list was uh, Fancy Like by Walker Hayes, the Applebee's <laughs> song, um, because my mom has threatened to try to play it. And I tell her it's not happening. I said, you could throw $2,000 on the table and it won't happen. I'm telling you right now. So that's the one. All right. That's that's good. That's going to be my first <laughs> song on the playlist this week. What's up next for you, Dan? <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, next up for me is a band called The Regrets. Um, and I'm becoming more and more a fan of this all-female rock group. They're incredible. Uh, they released a new song last week called Barely On My Mind, and it is just super catchy. It's got, like, big summertime vibes. Feels like it's a windows-down jam. They had an amazing set at Coachella. Uh, if you don't know The Regrets, learn them research them, listen to them and check out barely on my mind. Cause it will not just be barely on your mind. It'll be on there quite often. <laughs> I like it. Nice. <laughs> um, Dan. So Dee put Wale on the playlist last week from more about nothing mixtape. And I'm curious, like, have you listened, have you personally listened to that mixtape front to back front to back? No, no, I would, I would say no. If there was ever something made for you in hip hop, it is this album because there are like okay. at least 30 Seinfeld references in it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like I have, I have heard. Yeah, I have heard a, a few. I didn't realize that was like throughout the album though. That's yeah. why you didn't quite the, dive in the album it. cover ha- is like a play off the Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, right, right. And yeah. like Jerry Seinfeld and like no sue for you. And like all, like all this stuff throughout like Jerry or um, um, not Jerry. Uh, why can't I remember his name? George, George, George Kramer. When George. he like <clears throat> pretends that he's smoking, but he doesn't actually smoke. And he coughs yeah. for like 15 minutes. Like that's it. It's, it's oh, made wow. for you. So I, okay. I've been listening to it all week because Didi put it on the playlist as my daughter has a horrible time in the hallway. 
Um, not a big fan. <laughs> I've had a great time listening to it and I'm going to put <laughs> something from it on the playlist to keep it going this week because I've been listening to it all week and I absolutely love it. Okay, great. Yeah, I have to go full album then. Didn't yeah. realize that there yeah. was a yeah. Go cover to cover. Yeah. Okay, I love that. I definitely, I most certainly will. Well, I appreciate you sticking around, by the way. Your daughter was having a fit. Didi had emerged. The two of you left because of daughter issues. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking to myself. And you told me not to, pl- to plan for time to not be alone this week. So that's right, Dan. I'm here for you. Right <laughs> <laughs> um, last one up for me is from Anna of the North and Gus Dapperton. Now, you might recognize Gus Dapperton's name, um, probably most popularly from Super Lonely the song with my girl, Benny. Um, I put him on the playlist a couple other times. He's collabed with other people. His, his solo work is really, really good. Um, but he teams up with uh, Norwegian singer-songwriter Anna of the North. And she's actually collaborated before with Tyler, the Creator, and my guy, Rex Orange County. And this song, um, I don't even have the name of the song. What's the name of the song? Jeez. Good work I did. Um, I'll look up the name of the song. Well, you give your last one there, but I love it. It's very chill indie pop song. uh, Really good. I'm going to be listening to a lot more of of her stuff. And I've always been a fan of uh, Gus Dapperton as I get close to this song name. And the name of the song (laughs) is Meteorite. That's it. Meteorite by Anna of the North and Gus Dapperton. Nice. I like it. I'm glad that you were able to find this actual song. <laughs> Close. Name. And I'm going to get yeah. this in really quick because my daughter is losing her mind. And we also just got a text from Didi that said he got to daycare and his daughter is fine. Um, so in case. We oh, crash, I was not the report, not the report that I heard from, but other one, but that's okay. I'm glad to know that at least <laughs> this happens. This happens all the time. I've picked my daughter up from daycare where they're like, she has a 102 degree fever. We get her home and it's like 98.6. Perfect. So. I, daycare. I don't, some, I think sometimes they're just like are, are sick of our kids and they just want them out of there. Um, the band in case we crash the song autumn rain from the album, autumn rain, put it on the playlist this week. And I've had a lovely time talking to you, Dan. I've had a lovely time as well. My friend, thanks for sticking around for episode 99. We're sorry. And Dee apologizes too, that he wasn't <laughs> able to make it all the way through, but he will need to be here for the celebration episode 100. Oh. Uh, we'll see if anything happens this weekend. Stay tuned to uh, at Brunch Breakdown on social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, podcast feed. Didi's going to try to do something, throw a microphone around uh, while I'm still going through chaos. So uh, that'll be something to witness. And uh, to quote a line from another amazing show, The Office, uh, shortly after Andy Bernard became engaged, he said, uh, Mr. Andrew Bernard is a nice ring to it. <laughs> so next week at this time, I'll be Mr. Dan Knopp and I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait either, man. <laughs> See you uh, in person in a few days, my friend. Can't wait. All right. Bye then. <laughs>